This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 151, How to 80-20 Your Life, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hey, hey, welcome to Optimal Living Daily, the blogcast, podcast, audio blog, and audiobook all rolled into one. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who has been tracking all his income and expenses down to the penny for over six years. It actually all started as a homework assignment in business school. The professor told us to track it all for one week, every single penny in and out of our lives. And I found it so valuable that I've been doing it ever since. It really makes tax season so easy. And if you want to get a spreadsheet to help you do that too, or at least to challenge yourself to try it for a week or a month, you can get it for free by being part of my weekly newsletter. It even comes with a video tutorial that I made just for you to show you how to use it. So to join, you can text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. That's OPTIMAL to 44222. Or you can visit me online at oldpodcast.com and join there. So that's that. Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. How to 80-20 Your Life by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. In 1906, there's an Italian economist named Vilfredo Pareto. One day, Pareto noticed that every year, 20% of the pea pods in his garden produced approximately 80% of the peas. This got him thinking about economic output on a larger scale. Sure enough, he began to find that in various industries, societies, and even companies, 80% of the production often came from the 20% most productive faction. This became known as the Pareto Principle, or what is now often referred to as the 80-20 Principle. The 80-20 Principle states that 80% of the output or results will come from 20% of the input or action. The 80-20 Principle has historically been most popular in business management situations. Businesses often found that roughly 20% of their customers brought in 80% of their sales. They found that about 20% of their sales reps closed 80% of the sales. They found that 20% of your costs led to 80% of their expenses. In terms of time management, they often found that 20% of their time created 80% of their productivity and that 20% of their employees created 80% of the value. The examples go on and on. And of course, nobody was actually there with a yardstick measuring out exactly 80% and 20% for all of these items, but the approximate 4 to 1 ratio popped up constantly whether it was actually 76 to 24 or 83 to 17, is irrelevant. The 80-20 principle became a popular management tool that was used widely to increase efficiency and effectiveness within businesses and industries. It's still widely taught today, but few people thought to apply the 80-20 principle to everyday life or the ramifications it could have. For instance, what are the 20% of your possessions you get the most value out of? What do you spend 20% of your time doing that gives you 80% of your happiness? Who are the 20% of people you're close to who make you the happiest? What are the 20% of the clothes you wear 80% of the time? What's the 20% of food you eat 80% of the time? Chances are these are easy questions for you to answer. You've just never considered them before. And once you've answered them, you can easily focus on increasing the efficiencies in your life. For instance, the 80% of people you spend time with who only add 20% of the pleasure in your life spend less time with them. The 80% of crap you use 20% of the time, throw it out or sell it. The 80% of the clothes you wear 20% of the time, same thing. 
Identifying the 20% of the food you eat 80% of the time will probably explain whether you keep a healthy diet or not and how healthy it is. Hey, who needs to follow a diet? Just make sure to switch to where the 20% of food you eat 80% of the time is healthy. When I first considered how the 80-20 principle applied to my own life, I instantly realized a few things. Number one, a few of my hobbies, television shows and video games, accounted for 80% of my time, but only brought me 20% of my fulfillment. Number two, I didn't enjoy a few of my friends who I spent 80% of my time with, hence I was not happy in my social life. And number three, 80% of what I spent my money on was not useful or healthy for my lifestyle. Recognizing these things eventually inspired some hefty changes in my choices and my lifestyle. I dropped video games and television for one. I made efforts to identify other friends to spend more time with, and I paid more attention to what I bought with my money. And of course, the 80-20 principle can still be applied to productivity at work. What tasks do you spend 80% of the time doing that bring in 20% of the returns, i.e. checking email over and over, writing memos, taking a long time to make basic and unimportant decisions, etc.? What is the 20% of your work that gets you 80% of the credit and recognition from your team or boss? And finally, you can apply the 80-20 principle to your emotional life and relationships as well. What are the 20% of behaviors that cause 80% of the problems in your relationships? What are 20% of the conversations that create 80% of the intimacy with your partner? These are important questions that most of us never even consider. It doesn't occur to us that there's an efficiency to every aspect of our life to everything we do. And not only is there an efficiency, but we have control and influence over that efficiency. It's something we can take responsibility for and improve. What changes could you make in your life today based on the 80-20 principle? One of the most obvious answers, of course, is possessions. It's highly likely that 80% of what you own brings you a small amount of your pleasure or happiness. An obvious place to start 80-20ing yourself is with all of that extra stuff laying around. Obviously, the 80-20 rule is not necessarily a rigid dictum to live by. Don't let the 80-20 rule become the 80% that gives you 20% of the results. But think of it as a tool, a lens to view aspects of your life through. Sit down and think about it, maybe even write it out. You'll likely be surprised with the realizations you come to. You just listened to the post titled How to 80-20 Your Life by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the Go Henry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. And if you like that post, there's another one that I read about the 80-20 rule, or the Pareto Principle as it's known, and that was way back in episode number 56. It's actually one of the most listened to episodes, so definitely check that out for some more info. That one actually has two posts in it, and the second one in that episode is about the Pareto Principle. And I'll keep this short for you. I'll be back with a Wellness Wednesday episode tomorrow from Nerd Fitness. 
on how to keep yourself motivated. So stay tuned for that. And I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.